I tried to record the transaction of some American people buying some bottles of Nando's sauce earlier, but as I got my phone out to record it, I dropped it on the floor and then drew a load of attention to myself. Welcome to Set Meals, a food show led by the insatiable hunger of its hosts. I'm Samuel Ashton. And I'm Taylor Fawcett. And by now, we're hoping you know what this podcast is all about. If you are new around here, though... Welcome. Welcome indeed. To the food show that loves the mealtimes and the moments that surround them. How many different ways can we say that sentence? We're more nuggets than nuance, more ketchup than cocker van, more Michelin man than Michelin guide. Yeah, you got to fatten up for the winter now, though. Today, it's raining. It's absolutely bloody miserable! And the summer has seemingly drawn to a close. What better way to see off the last of the warm weather than a pizza party in Sam's back garden? A trip to the beach? And to see in the long winter ahead a rainy but delightful neighbourhood breakfast at Esther's in Stoke Newington. What better way to sip your morning coffee than let us take you away from the inevitable misery of this rain-soaked grey existence? A bit dark. Don't forget to check out our social channels at Set Meals Podcast. The content is rife. Let's get into the show. It is miserable today, Taylor. Bleak. I think it's the first day of winter. We've skipped autumn. We're straight into winter. Yeah. Rubbish. Absolutely yeah. rubbish. Considering uh, me and my girlfriend were on the beach on Saturday, that seems like a, a long, long, long time ago. Yeah. How was that? Uh, very enjoyable. Went to Deal in Kent. Seems to be the very on-trend place to go at the minute. Deal. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because when you leave the city, you... Well, in my head, all seaside towns are, like, picturesque and beautiful and really well-kept and all that sort of stuff. And also, like, because you see everything through, like, an Instagram lens now, you just, uh, like, imagine everything's a little bit trendier than it is. Mm. Like, there's a place called The Rose, which is, like, a trendy hotel yeah. in the middle of Deal, which yeah. everyone goes to, right? The, the reality of it is that there's... It's just like a bit of a shit town. It's just, it's nice, and there are nice things, obviously, but you know, it just turned up and it's like, this is a bit, what, this is just standard. Went for, walked across the beach, like down the beach towards mm-hmm. the White Cliffs, mm-hmm. like two mile walk, nice. absolutely lit. It was like 25, 26 degrees, it was glorious. Stopped at a pub and had, honestly, one of the best fish and chips I think I've ever had in my life. Do you ever feel guilty about having fish and chips on the coast, not at a fish and chip shop? But I just think maybe it's the um, the sitting on the beach with a paper wrap with chips in rather than on a plate. I, and also, the pub we went to was full of very upper middle class, old people, a little bit posh. There was a grant, which I haven't got a problem with, but I prefer the setting to be a bit more rough and ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we are famously no frills here. Yeah, we are. Uh, I have no problem with the fish and chips in a pub if it's if it's good. It was for good. me. For me, if it's good, it's good. The the two pieces of fish I had were massive. They were so big. Two pieces of cod, huge. Peas were a little bit underdone. You, know, you get the old rogue dry mm-hmm. pea, mm-hmm. Uh, but I appreciate it. It came with peas in the first place, and the chips were like triple cooked, but not really crispy and really soft in the middle. They were like. You know when they're a bit dirty on the outside, and I mean that because you know the oil's been reused a couple of times, yeah, and they're a bit like a couple of times, a bit like a lot of times, a lot of times. But I love that. Yeah, it was really good. It was very enjoyable. Did uh, they give you a bottle of vinegar to use yourself? Bottle of vinegar to use yourself. Salt to use yourself. The thing that lost me was packet sauce, cheap non-Heinz oh, really? packet sauce, which is just, is a shame. I just feel like just uh, go to yeah. Costco and just buy loads of like glass bottles of Heinz, man. Yeah, Do you know it, what I mean? also it's an awful lot of packaging, isn't it? Ba- for bad packaging, and you're on the coast, which means as soon as that wind picks up, and all the Lucys are going everywhere. Absolute nightmare. Tartar. Didn't get tartar. Where do you stand on tartar? I never used to like it, and I don't really get excited about it. However, 
when it when it's there, I'll I'll get involved and I always enjoy it. But I never yeah. go for it. Do you know what I mean? I do like a tartar. Mm, tartar solid. Just going back to the pub um, versus fish and chip shop thing. One thing I do hate is when a pub will put their fish and chips on a plate in a fucking basket or wheelbarrow mm-hmm. or whatever they want to do yeah, yeah. with some like fake newspaper. Yeah, that's that's poor. That they've bought from that the is catering poor. company. That's poor. That is bad. I'm just like, come on, guys. Yeah. You might like use newspaper. I would rather. I would rather the grease makes the ink go on the fish and chips and I ingest some of the ink and yeah. slowly poison myself and eat it off of a fake... Like a paper. fake Sun logo. The headline is like, Tartar for now. We we took full advantage of the uh, seemingly last day of summer on Saturday. I came back from Deal. Yeah, well, I knew you'd had a good day because as soon as I turned up at your house mm-hmm. for the next item on the news section, mm-hmm. uh, I was greeted at the door by Jess telling me she had a sunburnt face. Yes, well, she did have a very burnt nose yes. and a very burnt forehead. Frankly, she didn't have to tell me because I could see. Yeah, it looks like she'd been skiing for three weeks. Yes. Um, yeah, we did catch the sun a little bit and uh, that you know, we'll say no more about that. You came around my house on Saturday night, post-deal trip. Yeah. Because we got a new toy, baby. Oh, you got a new toy, baby. <laughs> oh, we got a new toy. Got a- Some would say uh-huh. that this toy is uh, quite unique. Some would say that. Some would say that if you... If you took this toy to university, you would be very popular. University? Come on, man. You're better than that. You're not better than that. I don't think I'm better. We've proven we're not better than that. I'm, to be honest, that's quite good for me. I'm normally a lot worse than that. We got an Udi. Oh, we got an Udi. I can't believe you fucked it up. <laughs> we got an Unicoda. What is an Unicoda, you ask? Sounds like an illegal streaming service. It does. An Unicoda is a, is a, is a, a pizza oven. We got a pizza oven. A gas-powered pizza oven. Room enough for one pizza. Looks a bit like a spaceship. Honestly, it's absolutely sick. It looks sick. It looks sick. It looks, yeah, it looks like a spaceship. You're right. It looks yeah. like it's, it looks like it, when you finish with it, it's just going to, its legs are going to go into itself and it's going to go. <laughs> it does look like that. Like a, bit, it, like a bit like a drone. Yeah, it does look like a drone oven. Looks like it should be delivering drugs to somebody over the wall of a prison. It does. In a good way. Reference to Top Boy there, episode two. Yeah, you know, we're very current. Uh, oh, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm genuinely really excited about it. Ever since we went to Tokyo and saw uh, the man from Pizza Studio, Tamaki. Mm. The god. Hero. Absolute legend. Bless her. Uh, ever since we saw him making those pizzas, it made me think, God, I really want to learn how to do that. Yeah. It's like learning about wine. I really want to learn about wine. I never do it. There's never a good time day, either. Exactly. There's never a good time. And then we got chatting about it a few weeks ago. Next thing I know, you're messaging me, telling me the uni has arrived. The uni. It's arrived. So we decided to set ourselves the challenge of making some pizzas from scratch completely yes. in the pizza oven. You were on um you were on dough duty. Had you made pizza dough before? Paul now yeah, do you know what? I had made it before. However, I'd made it to make pizzas in the home oven, which right. never works. Right. Yeah. Even with even with a um a stone, it doesn't work because the oven doesn't get hot enough. Yeah. And like the Unicoda, which raises to 450 degrees. It's absolutely sick. We used it as an outdoor heater for the rest of the It was amazing. Night. I mean, we'll get to that later because yeah. uh, I want to talk about that in depth. But you were the dough man. I was the dough man and I'd never ever done it before. Okay. At the beginning of August, I went up to Leeds uh, to my friends and Richard has an excellent pizza dough recipe. And they've got, like, they've got actually got quite a cool um, like barbecue top pizza, right. pizza oven type thing. It's not as, it's nowhere near in the same league as the Unicoda. What is? But it, it worked, did the job. Doesn't, uh, doesn't look as good, does it? Doesn't look as good. No. Got this good looking thing. Yeah, go on. And he made this really, really good pizza dough. And he's very good at the shaping. It was, it was really good. So I hit him up mm-hmm. for uh, some dough tips. A kilogram of bread flour, 
If you can find a um, then two tablespoons of salt, some semolina, about to make three, it. three to four tablespoons of water to that. The first attempt was. Basically, how was following a recipe via, like, WhatsApp voice note? Yeah, well, he sent me an eight-minute-long WhatsApp voice note. Fair play. Good effort. It, it was so in-depth. And then he did actually send me the recipe, the picture of the recipe as well, so right. I could refer to that. Okay, nice. Um, but it's quite good, because I did actually have to go back to the voice note a couple of times and refresh my memory, because stuff that he said in that that wasn't in the recipe. Um, one of which was the, the reason for the catastrophe that I had of the first attempt. Explain to the people what went wrong. Uh... So it, uh, it was all going fine. And we'd pre-planned. We'd pre-planned. This was like, this was on the Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday afternoon, I was making my dough. It was all going well. Um, to be honest, I, I wasn't really sure about how much to knead it. Right, yeah. A lot. I, I think a lot more kneading the better, isn't it? Well, I'd never kneaded before. Mm. I basically didn't cover them airtight. That's the killer. So I woke up the next morning and also... You should see the rate at which these things grow. Mm-hmm. So after an hour, um, the dough should have doubled in size. They looked fine, and then I touched them, and they'd got they'd got a hard crust over the shame, top because they reacted with the air. So what I did then is what any rational person of the age of twenty six would do. Uh, I had what I can only describe as a tantrum. Mm. So then I bunched them all up into a big ball and threw them in the bin. Yeah, fine. Um, then No other outcome, in my opinion. Well, then I, I uh, did a quick search on Google. Turns out I put a little bit of water on the top of them, just get some back to Don't water. worry about that. That was eight hours of my Friday wasted. Ruined. You text me whilst I was on the beach uh, on the Saturday saying that the this all happened. I thought pizza party is going to be off. It's off. Round two. Started again. Back in. Because I'm a trier. Spent basically the whole of Saturday then making more dough. Mm-hmm. And this time it went much better. Thing is, right, the reason why dough's hard is because we like a lot of different pizzas and we didn't know, I don't personally know which pizza base I like the most. Mm. I'm a sucker for a Neapolitan style pizza when it's good and when it's fresh and when it's puffy, when it's whatever. But I also like a really like almost cardboardy like New York slice. Mm-hmm. That's a bit like you've got to really bite it and pull it off, and then I like a I like a Domino's as well, which is kind of a, a I mean sort of like a New York slice more than a Neapolitan, but it's good. It's good. So I don't really know what 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 was going to really be know what you're looking for exactly, and also uh, so I turned up with my dough. Yeah, uh, you were on toppings duty. Hello, talk to me about toppings. What did you get? We eat a lot of pizza. We like a lot of pizza. Uh, I am a sucker for a. Um, I got. See, the thing is, my pizza vices are weird because I have no. I have no favourite. I went on Saturday morning to get two cans of San Marzano tomatoes, mm-hmm. one pack of basil, mm-hmm. and three balls of buffalo mozzarella. Is this from the deli. From the deli, Gallo Nero. One of the reasons I like the deli is because they have loads of good produce, standard. Second reason I like it is because they're usually incredibly rude. And I just feel like it's authentic. Mm. I like it. The guy who owns it, I think, or at least one of the people who's involved in it, because I used to think he owned it, and then when I went on Saturday, there was an old boy there, and I thought, maybe you own it, and the other guy is like your son or something. He, he's always pretty rude, and I'm always a bit like, Ugh. I used to be a bit pissed off about it. And then I kind of thought, nah. It's more. It's just more authentic if you're if you're rude and you just don't want me here because this is your house basically. You don't want me there. 
and that's fine. Bought that stuff, kept it simple, almost bought some olives, didn't, almost bought some anchovies, didn't, um, and was very close to buying some nuja, 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 which they had, but it was like 7.50, and I was like, I ain't doing that, because if the pizza's scrap, I'm going to have a fucking tube of nuja well, that's, flying around. That's the problem, wasn't it, is that, you know, we could have, we could have, I think originally we wanted to recreate all of our favourite pizzas, yeah. you know, but firstly, I don't know what sort of weird lengths you have to go to to make that uh, truffle oil that they have at oh, honestly, Home Slice. That's the next fucking mission. Yeah. Getting the recipe for that. Uh, but I just know you're never going to be able to recreate that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, there was this impending doom that actually either the dough would be fucked yeah. or... The oven would be shit. Something would happen yeah. that we'd then have all these crazy ingredients for. So we decided to stick to margaritas. Jess and I bought um, mozzarella, basil and tomato for the sauce all prepped already but at this point i might never ever get off the beach in deal however you did i couldn't resist and i did bring the ingredients for the pembry uh, tavern honey pie from the pembry tavern yeah which i consider to be top three pizzas i've ever eaten wow bold top number one is obviously the tamaki from tamaki was the studio tamaki bless up tamaki we love you i turned up mm-hmm. with my dough mm-hmm uh, to the newly coined Pizza Studio Samaki. Good. Or Pizza Studio Tamaki. You had all the ingredients laid out, ready to go. Oh, mate, mise en place was absolutely nailed. It was sick. I, When you lit the uni and it worked first time, I actually physically jumped up in the air. Yeah, we we were very excitable. Pumped. Yeah. You don't think something's going to be as effortless as it is at all, like any stage oh, of yeah. it. The dough was good. The fucking oven was... It looked amazing. Again, the back of my head, I was like, it is not going to be as good as I anticipate it being. It was way better than I thought yeah. it was going to be. It was so good. It's so sexy. And it's like, the like you say, the flame, you've got like a, a knob at the back and you press it in, click it, just like a sort of like a gas heater. Click it, turn it. So good. It's such a satisfying. Oh, it's so well. good. The, the test one, we've got loads of cheese on it. Turns out you put too much mozzarella on it, yeah. it just goes all soggy. Too soggy. Uh, not the, the hardest thing is definitely rolling the dough out and making the dough yeah. look like a pizza. That's the hardest bit. Watching the pizzaiolo guys mm-hmm. in even like someone like Pizza Express throwing that dough around. Yeah, I really, make I it really look want so to learn how to do easy. it. I want to learn how to do that. Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. Uh, I get very um, obsessive about certain things, and immediately I think I spent all of Sunday googling. Costs impli- implicated in like opening a pizza shop, like h- how to start one, what like what the ins and outs are, all that sort of stuff. I was like, how hard can it be? How hard can it be? Honestly, how hard can it be? Well, it took us about four hours to yeah, make but five pizzas. You say that, but we did success. We had like an eighty percent hit rate on pizzas. Mm. We ate them; they were fucking good. They could have been better. Granted, first try, man. I reckon if. I reckon if we made dough once a week and did it once a week and got good at it, we'd yeah. be really good in six months. Like really good. Yeah. Oh. And it was good. It was just good to do something like that and just like be outside having fun. Or yeah. everyone getting involved, playing yeah. with the pail. Yeah, so much more satisfying than ordering a pizza in. Which honestly, at one point on that Saturday morning, I thought we were going to end up just ordering booty rays and pretending that we'd done them in the oven. Yeah, agree. Absolute success. It was. It was fucking good. I recommend it highly.
it is Tuesday morning. It is hammering it down with rain. It is miserable. Summer's over, guys. It's over. So we're going to uh, salve our wounds and dip into Esther's, which is our local... Sort of tailor's local cafe. I like doing the restaurant section about breakfast. Yeah, me too. It's a lot more mellow, especially when you get the opening at like 8am and you just see people trickling through the door and it was pissing it down with rain and like people were like shaking off their umbrellas and just coming in. And we went to Esther's on Kinniston Road, which is like a very neighbourhoody cafe in Stoke Newington. Very like underrated, probably because of the location. Am I right in saying that? Um, I think it, I don't know if it's underrated or more of just a hidden a hidden gem. Yeah, I think I think it doesn't have a lot of you know. Literally, one street up happens to be Church Street, Mm -hmm. and it's basically where the Good Egg is. Yeah, and that place has queues every weekend. Mm. Do you know much about Esther's? About who owns it and stuff? No, I don't. I know it's changed ownership in the last like two three years because I've lived in that area for a a good few years and I've been going to Esther's for a good few years but it definitely shifted at one point mm-hmm. a couple of years ago um, but the menu is actually like exciting rather than going to like most coffee shops in London where it's just like avocado on toast dippy eggs which is a shout out to all press I fucking love the dippy eggs yeah um, you're saying that as if it's a negative I know honestly the catcher and dippy eggs in all press in Dalston is fucking unreal it's a very like airy from from like just appearance looks like another coffee shop I'd say yeah, quite stripped back. Stripped back, white walls, uh, very like, minimal, like light-coloured wood fixtures and fittings, like sort of like a plastic laminate top tables, all like different shapes, like yeah. odd shapes. Red accents. Red accents throughout. Um, little central kind of bar area, big windows, um, little tiny outdoor space, which is quite pleasant in the sun, actually. Mm-hmm. It was no... It was just like pissing it down with rain. At yeah. one point, I actually just stood there and gathered some atmospheric audio because I thought it was just quite nice to hear the dripping. And every time you go in there now, they're going to be like, he's here again. At one point... The, the microphone at, guy. At one point, I got... Before you came, I got all my kit out and um, kit being microphone and camera and all that sort of stuff. And... Uh, when we ordered, I was taking pictures of coffee uh, with my flash on, and the woman, because it was raining so much outside, I heard the woman go, Oh, is that, is that lightning? <laughs> and then she looked around and she was like, Oh, no, it's, it's a camera. It's a camera. It's an obnoxious boy over there taking yeah. photos with his camera. Uh, the menu is as follows The menu shifts quite a lot. The menu changes like weekly, I think, or mm-hmm. very, very regularly. Mm-hmm. Menu is uh, toast and house preserves, standard, birch muesli with a plum compote. French toast, blackberries, fig leaf cream, millet, and bee pollen crunch. Fried eggs, cocoa beans, sorrel, tarragon, poached eggs, sweet corn, piccolo pepper, sesame and basil, and a cup of caponata with goat's curd, uh, shishito peppers, pink celery, pine nuts, Persian basil. It's a very like unusual menu. Yeah, it's the sort of menu that you read it, and at first you're like, whoa, what's happening? Mm. And then actually, when you look at each thing... It's kind of like, it's chill. Like, Persian basil. It's just basil. Yeah, it's just basil. But it looks fancy, mm-hmm. which I quite like. 
Uh, I had a coffee before you came. Yes. Then you arrived. Because you got there 20 really minutes. early because you love being early. I like being early no, and you I like, like being, being late. A little bit late, yeah. Yeah. This is your wake-up call to tell you that summer is officially fucking over. So if you think I'm not going to eat an absolute boatload of some sort of sweet bread this morning, you are you are mistaken, sir. Hide the pain with sugar, that's what I say. Also, I'm obviously 20 minutes early, so I'll see you in 20 minutes. You absolutely love being early, it's so weird. I'm excited to tell you about the cheese sushi place that I saw last night at Seven Dials Market. Cheese sushi. It's an equilibrium life. Mm. You've got to maintain a balance. Yeah, I was there very early. But I was just like, you know, get out and it's raining and like get on the bus and dead. Fine. Um, I ordered, we actually ordered three dishes because I always feel inclined to like get a bit extra because we're doing a service, of, you know. We're doing a duty. We're doing our due diligence on places. We've got to like try a wide spectrum of dishes to give honest feedback, right? That's my rationale. Uh, yeah. If Listen, mate, you justify it however you want. I have and I will. Uh, I ordered the French toast. You ordered the poached eggs. Yeah. No, the fried eggs. The, the fried, fried eggs. eggs. You did order the fried eggs. You asked me if I was sweet or savoury. I am always savoury, given the choice. Do you know what? I'm, most, I'm mostly savoury, but I must admit, I had the French toast once in Esther's a while ago, not with blackberries, but with like a lemon curd, and it was honestly one of the best French toasts I've ever had in my life. Mm, you rave about Esther's all the time. It's really pleasant. It's really pleasant. Not on a weekend. Too many screaming kids, too many barking dogs on a weekend. Not for me. <laughs> in the week... It's the hack, mm-hmm. because you've got people, there was a guy doing his accounts next to us, which is a bit offside. No one does their accounts in the cafe. He does. It's fine. Let him do it. Two, also, he had a really little table, and I thought, dude, that is just uncomfortable. Like, mm. you've got all loads of paperwork. I can see your HMRC fucking tax deadline things. Get them off the table, pal. Go home, make yourself a cup of coffee, get them on the, on the living room floor. Spread out. Spread out. Don't do it on that table. He was looking at us as if we're, like, talking too loudly. So flash going off in his eyes. I'm like, what's going on? Um, and then we ordered the caponata with goat's curd as like the uh, third dish. Uh, you ordered the caponata with goat's curd. You let me. Yeah. Uh, as like the taster, you know, just like yeah. the, su- the sub, mm-hmm. the sub in, sub out, sub in, sub out. And do you know what? I'm happy you did because it was absolutely bloody delicious. It was delicious. It was good. It was good. Um, it's a very slow pace in there. It took quite a while for our coffees to come and it wasn't that busy, but... I didn't mind. Yeah, I kind of agree. Some places that irks me, some places, if the atmosphere's right... You don't care sitting It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really bother me so much. Yeah, I'd agree. The coffee did take a little while to come, actually. Yeah. The coffee took about five minutes too long. Yeah. Which is quite a long time. I think, well, what was weird, actually, I think I know why. It's because... I ordered mine when I arrived and you were halfway through yours and then about three or four minutes after I ordered mine you ordered another one. Maybe they made them together so we had them together. Maybe. So Maybe we they just forgot we yours and then we got reminded well, by may, me. P- possibly, yeah. But to give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they wanted to just serve the coffees together so that we weren't out of out of kilter. Maybe you're right. Um, the food was, was great. I actually... I'd been to Esther's once before with you probably about a year ago and... You've been raving about it and really built up my expectation. And I actually wasn't... I just remember not being... Blown away. Yeah. Not being overwhelmed. Do you know I what? I was underwhelmed. Were you whelmed this time? Uh, I came looking for the whelm. I found the whelm. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. As we've said before in this podcast, I feel like the enjoyment of going out for dinner or lunch or breakfast is the is it's the act of it 
as much as yeah. the food, right? And for me, and the weather hasn't really got a massive part to play. However, it was pissing it down with rain and it felt very cozy inside. Mm. It was very like warming. The acoustics were quite nice. The music was chill. It was like a good level of busy where you weren't shrugging away from people and like there wasn't like people rubbing up against your back and there wasn't like wet coats brushing past you and all sorts of stuff, right? So it was space. And like for me, like with the location it is on a quiet residential street in Stokey, it's very pleasant. That whole act of going for breakfast and that whole thing happening is just a fucking a big relaxing shit. Like rather than going to say um, Shoreditch Grind on Old Street Roundabout, oh yeah, and you've got like nineties hip hop blaring yeah. and like you're on a bar stool which is super uncomfortable and like the queue is like rapping just behind you, so you've got like people talking really loudly and like it's just a bit hectic. Like that isn't enjoyable slow breakfast pace vibe yeah also because i mean even places like all press because you've got people coming to get takeaway coffee mm-hmm. you, there's this constant movement exactly. and constant action the doors of ting 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 yeah, ting exactly. that's my that's my doorbell impression. nice ting but in there maybe one guy jumped in to grab a coffee but other than that is at one point a neighbor dropped around like a coffee you know when they i don't even know what it's called you know when they like press the coffee down oh you know, like the, when they like condense, like compress the coffee to then put in the machine. Oh right, yeah, yeah. He brought like a big, like cast fucking iron thing because I think his is broken. It was like such like a neighbourhoody feel. It was so nice. Imagine just taking your own cafeteria and next door, and being like, "Can you just fill up? This is really nice coffee." Fill me up. I'm oh. gonna go back next door and do my tax return. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was really enjoyable. The service was fucking lovely. Yeah, and she was great. She was really smiley and really nice, and the. My 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 French toast came with um, bee pollen, like cracks of bee pollen, mm. and like freaks me out a bit. That why? Is it really? Ah, oh, the holes. Same with honeycomb. Okay, fine, 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 fine. It was delicious, and the textural difference between that, the blue, the blackberries, and the toast mm. was like very good for me. Very very good for me. I for me, this is the spot that you have maybe come down to visit your mates in London for the weekend and you stay at their house in like Dalston or somewhere mm-hmm. and they've gone to work the next morning, but your train isn't until like two. Yeah. So you go to Esther's. Yeah. Nice. And you just sit there all morning. Yeah. And nice. Enjoy your morning off. Yeah. That's if you, if you're not from London, that is. It's a watching the world go by kind of calf. Yeah. I, I wonder whether or not, I wonder why, because there's not really that many neighborhoody calves, is there? Really? Consider how much neighborhood there is in London. There's not really good, like, good neighbourhood cafes that are outside the old, like, Greasy Spoon vibes. Because Greasy Spoons are located in more neighbourhood environments, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Like, little corners and, like, just before you go into housing estates and all that sort of stuff, you've always got, like, a Frank's or a Sam's or a Happy Calf or whatever. And you don't really... I wonder if that's just, like, a time thing and they'll all just convert into, like, sort of semi-trendy third-wave coffee shops. I think... I don't know because I think there are. I think those places do exist. Because mm. think about how hard it is to find Esters. Really, you're not going to yeah. stumble across it. No. So unless you're walking around those neighbourhoods, but the foot traffic in that area must be quite high. There are a lot of houses around there. There's loads of houses, and also it links between Stokey and Dalston, and that is like through the houses. There is kind mm. of like a route. It's weird, isn't it? I never know if it's good to be in a house in, in a residential area like that because the the catchment area of that is probably quite big and the people who own and live in that area there's probably quite a lot of like young professionals and you know just fucking young families and all that sort of stuff that would go out for coffee in the afternoon or whatever and also probably in that area a lot of people who work from home and like work for themselves 
So they probably do all right, but I just don't. I don't know why there's not more of them. My thing with it is that I think a lot of places, especially in East London, feel as though they're trying to grow and grow and progress and then get another site and yeah, someone right. like All Press, for example, that is obviously a massive company and they have places all around the world, right? Yeah. But in there, it feels very much like a business. Despite, yeah, you're right. Despite the atmosphere being great and I love it in there, but Esther's does feel, A, very independent. It's like a lifestyle yeah, which, which project. Yeah, which makes it more akin to a, to a Frank's cafe or a yeah, happy right. than a than a trendy like an old press or, or a shortage grind or so or whatever yeah you yeah. are you are right but you, you go right. in there I don't feel like they have like 19 different types of coffee they're going to talk to you about no but I wouldn't yeah it's, it's interesting it isn't interesting so I mean if you're on Kiniston Road anywhere near Kiniston Road just off uh, Church Street in Stoke Newington pop into Esther's hmm definitely uh it is a good, it's a lovely vibe. Don't I wouldn't recommend going on the weekend. Avoid the weekend at all costs. You'll queue out the door. If the weather's shit, you'll hate it. Mm. But go in a week. So basically, if you're self-employed, yes, or freelance, yes, then you can go. Yeah. If you have a full-time job, sorry. Yeah, and also because that not, doesn't open till late. Not really like a, I don't think like a working cafe. I wouldn't take my laptop in there and work. No, I'd go in there and like read a book or a magazine. Mm. It's more that vibe, I think. Thank you for listening to Set Meals. Another one in the bag. In the bag. Two eps left after this one in the, yeah. se- in the season. Check out our social channels and also go and check out Uni. O-I. Or not spelled O-I, spelled no. O-O-N-I. Yeah. I feel this feels like a spawn con. It's not a spawn con. It's a plug. It's a legit plug. Yeah. Uh, check, out our, sick. check out our uh, social channels, as Taylor said, for visuals of the Uni in all of its beauty. Mm-hmm. Check out the pizzas going in, coming out, getting cooked, getting eaten, all of the things. And yeah, we'll see you same time next week. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.